Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. I know it's hard to get up and get moving. Uh, a lot of people had a, a little longer weekend than normal, but due to the weather and sickness, and a lot of people, were, uh, a lot of kids were out of school and off work, and so I'm sure today is going to be uh, extraordinarily hard. Uh, to get up and get motivated and get moving this morning, but hey, let's make the best we can. Remember, if you uh, have a negative attitude about your day, then uh, you will find everything in your uh, power to reinforce that idea. So instead of feeding those negative thoughts and attitudes, let's uh, fight against those and try to have a good day and a blessed day regardless of that. And uh, the day's here, and might as well make the best of it as you can. And uh, dreading it and fighting it and aggravated with it will not change a thing in the world. It's still here. You still got to get up and get going and might as well make the best of it. So uh, so just put that out of your head. And as I tell my daughter, uh, every time she goes to work, sometimes she, I mean, she loves her job. She loves what she does, but she uh, is not always excited to go. But I always tell her, don't work as if you're working for your manager or those around you or for money or for mommy and daddy. You work as if you're working unto the Lord. And if you keep that attitude, then you'll have a more positive experience and a better day. So that's all that I can encourage each and one of you this morning is to use this day to glorify the Lord. And if you can do that, you'll have a much better and uh, sweeter day ahead of you. And uh, who knows whose hearts and minds and lives you can touch by demonstrating Jesus in your attitude today. So let's just get up. Let's get moving. Let's get motivated and have a great time in the Lord today. So this morning, we're going to dive into God's word. We're going to look at uh, Psalm 138, verse 7. So uh, if you got your Bibles handy, get those out and follow along. Get this up here. It says, Psalm 138, 7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, Thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. So what we're seeing here is how God takes care of us in times of trouble. And, um, you know, it's a great thing to know that we can run to Daddy God whenever we are in trouble, knowing that he will protect us. He will take care of us. No matter, whoops, let me hit the camera. Uh, no matter what we go through, what we deal with, that, you know, as this verse says, though I walk in the midst of trouble, all right, we're going to have trouble in this world. God never sugarcoated it, all right? And he said, take heart. You know, uh, those uh, that we're going to have trouble, all right? We're going to have problems, but... He has overcome the world. So that's where we keep our faith and our happiness, our trust in. So he never sugarcoated it. He's flat out said, we are going to have trouble. All right. So expect the trials, expect the tribulation, expect those bad things that are going to happen. It's just, you know, it's out of our control. It's, it's going to be what it's going to be. And uh, we know who's in control. We know that God's got our backs. We know he's going to get us through any and all situations. Uh, you know, that's one thing uh, when we... Uh, deal with death you know it's a difficult thing to deal with and uh you know it's so easy to focus on the loss it's so easy to focus on uh the person we miss the most but here we have you know but the thing of it is all the years and all the days that this person lived all you want to do is focus on the one day in which they that you had this loss we need to focus on all the days and the time and the hours 
that we had with that individual, remembering the good times, remembering the laughter, remembering those kind of things. And, uh, you know, when things don't go the way you want it to, you know, uh, just uh, yesterday I got into a truck, my truck and all of a sudden smoke started billowing out of the uh, uh, vent and uh, had to shut off real quick. And I, apparently the, the radio got fried for whatever reason. It's aggravating. It's frustrating. But I praise God. And you're saying, well, how in the world did you praise God for that? Well, uh, you know, I could have very uh, easily been out somewhere far from home, and that would have happened, and I would have been stuck. Praise God, it happened in my driveway, got in my other cars, able to make it to church, do what I needed to do. So, you know, we can look at those uh, negatives and turn them into a positive, and praise God either way. But, uh, you know, and don't always look for a reason. You know, the, the disciples never didn't always look for a reason why bad things happened. They just realized we lived in a fallen world, and that's the thing. We're going to face troubles and tribulations because of sin and the fact that we live in a fallen world, all right? So there's not always a reason and a meaning behind it. Sometimes there is. Sometimes God is trying to goad us into the right direction. Uh, you know, as so Paul said, I kick against the goads. It's kind of like a, think of a sharp pointy stick. You know, we have cattle prods today to, to get the cattle where we need them to go. And they use sharp pointy sticks to, to direct the cattle where they want to go. Sometimes God has to prick us with those sharp sticks to goad us where we need to go. And so that, that there's uh, times when that is applicable, but not always. Sometimes we just live in a fallen world. We have to fight. We have to pick ourselves up, fight mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, and fight with the Word of God, fighting, knowing that God is there with us. And as this verse continues, it says, Thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of my enemies. What he's, what he's saying here, in fact, uh, in John Gill's commentary, he uh, even says it's like striking a, a horse in the nose uh, that is wild and unruly that you can't get under control and that will stop it. Now, I've never punched a horse in the nose, but when I read that, I couldn't help but think about uh, Blazing Saddles where... <laughs> <laughs> where, the, where the guy reared back and punched the horse right in the nose and knocked him out. You know, I do not advocate violence towards animals in shape, form, or fashion. Of course, that was just a comedy. And uh, if that was to come out, if that movie was to come out today, liberal heads would explode. There would be melting snowflakes all over. So, but, uh, so, you know, but you get the point is the fact that God is there. And when your enemies are attacking, he's going to punch them right in the nose. He's going to stand toe to toe and knock them out. You know, so yeah, that's the thing we have that the world does not have. We have a great and mighty God who loves us, who wants to protect us, that is there for us. All we've got to do is run to him, just like my kids can run to me, knowing daddy's going to protect them and, uh, and fight against anything and everybody and every, whatever it may be that I think might be trying to hurt them. In fact, there's times when my wife has to tell me to calm down a little bit because if I think somebody's trying to be mean to them, I want to go after them. But uh, that's just what daddies do, you know, and uh, but that's what daddy God does. He sees the enemies that are coming at you, and he does doesn't just leave us on our own. He doesn't just leave us to, to fend for ourselves. He is there to fight with us, alongside of us, to fight in front of us, to guard and help us through those times of trouble and tribulation. Christ is there. And to me, that gives us empowerment, that gives us strength, that gives us endurance to persevere in spite of those troubles. Even though it may be uh, may bring you down spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, it may be uh, things that you're fighting that attacks you uh, in your heart. But we still, even in the midst of those trials, 
we still have a peace that the world does not understand because we have God on our side. And we know that nothing is ever so bleak that we can't get ourselves out of because God is there. I have fought depression in my life. I've fought anxiety. Uh, and, and, uh, and I was saying last night, you know, there was a time in my life I attempted suicide. That's something I really, truly regretted and, and very embarrassed about. But when you're in a dark depression, it's easy to feel like you're in such a dark hole. There's no way out. There's no light in the tunnel. There's just a big obstruction that you cannot get around. And sometimes you feel like that, you know, maybe suicide is the way, you know, and that is never the way. All right. And maybe we'll save that topic for another day and another time. But that is never the way. And, and uh, God will get you through it. Quit looking inwardly at yourself. Quit looking inwardly at the problems. We have to look outwardly to the problem solver. Instead of being selfish is what it is. When you're battling depression, you're being selfish and self-centered. That's when we have to be Christ-centered. Look towards God and realize that He is there, He is in control, and He's going to take care of us, and He's going to bring us through the darkest times, the best of times, whatever it may be, Christ is there. And that's where we have to keep our eyes focused, utterly, totally, and completely at all times. So uh, that's why that we see, even though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Knowing that there's nothing that can snatch us out of God's mighty right hand. Nothing that can pull us away from him. Uh, you know, I don't care if it's uh, people, angels, principalities, whatever it may be. Uh, there's nothing that can snatch us away from God. And once we are God's, once we are his, there is nothing that can pull us away from that. And, you know, when you think uh, of bikers, a lot of time you think of a brotherhood. And you mess with one, you mess with all of them. And uh, whether it's a local uh, MC or uh, whatever it may be, uh, you don't monkey around with certain groups. And, and uh, because, like I said, you mess with one, you mess with them all. And they might be one of the sorriest scumbags in the group, but they're going to fight and defend them. And that's one thing when it comes uh, to Jesus Christ. He's far greater than any uh, MC out there. But uh, the fact of uh, the matter is that God is strong and powerful. And uh, he's going to protect us because anything's going to be thrown our way. And nothing can snatch us away, you know, even if we backslide. You know, that's one thing I like about what my dad said a long time ago. You have to be somewhere before you can backslide. It doesn't matter. See, God is always there. We may try to, to run. We may try to... Uh, go out into the world, but God is still there, and he still loves you, and he's always waiting for you. So never feel like that, well, I was uh, I was saved, and, and uh, but I got slipped back into the world. Well, if you truly meant those words, if you truly accepted Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, then your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and it's not too late for you to come back. If you just mouthed the words and used them as some kind of uh, incantation or, uh, or magic words that you think is going to grant you entrance into heaven and never made a life change, that might be, need to be questioned if you really are saved or not because you, if you didn't really mean it and you were just saying the words you thought needed to be said to, to get you into heaven, you might need to reevaluate that. But if you've truly made that profession of faith, God is there. He's there to protect us and to guide us and to lead us and to get us through any and all situations. So that's a really great thing to know that when we're in trouble, God is there. You know, God is there to comfort us. That's why he sends that, that Holy Spirit, that paracletos, that comforter uh, to guide us and help us through those times of trouble. You know, sometimes we ask, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, 
Uh, there's no such thing as good people. He's like, well, wait a minute, man. I'm a good guy. I'm a good woman. I, I do good things. I'm benevolent. And I do. Hey, there's none righteous, no, not one. Where our hearts are definitely wicked. Who can know it? The only good that comes within us is Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. That is the only good that we do. There may be things that we do that are good in man's eyes, but nothing that uh, that will grant us entrance into heaven outside of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only thing that gets us into heaven. And because we live in this fallen world, that's why we will endure hardships. That's why we endure bad things things that happen. We endure those tribulations. So, you know, you may be sitting there wondering why is these bad things happening? And sometimes people wonder why bad things are happening after they get saved. And the fact of the matter is because you're saved is the why you're more vulnerable and under attack because, I don't want to say vulnerable because you have Christ on your side, but you may feel vulnerable uh, because uh, the closer you get to Christ, the devil don't like it and he wants to attack. He'll use spouses. He'll use people in your life. He'll use circumstances. He'll use whatever he can to make it hard on you because he wants you to turn back and turn away from God. That's why narrow is the way that leads to life. Broad is the path of destruction. It's not an easy path, but we're just passing through this world. All right. We are, this we are our citizenship is in heaven. For those of us who are saved, our citizenship is in heaven. This 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 temporary pain and discomfort we have to deal with is just that it is temporary. And it's just a momentary passing until we get to eternity and get to spend that with Jesus Christ where there's no more trouble, no more sorrow, no more pain, no more death. We get to live all of eternity with Jesus Christ. And that's where our hope needs to lie, where our eyes need to be focused at is on Christ alone. It's not an easy walk, but it's a rewarding walk. And so keep the fight. Keep your head up and keep pushing forward. Never give up. Never surrender. And, and just keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. It's hard to do. It's easy to get distracted. It's easy to lose focus. But remember, though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thy hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Remember this verse. Mark this verse. Underline this verse. Make notes in this verse that you are God's. And when the old devil starts trying to get on, on your case, remember, Daddy God is there. And he's going to punch that old devil right in the nose and knock him out. And uh, God, never be afraid. For God's not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. We'll be anxious for nothing by prayer supplication. Let your request be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Regard your, regard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthen me. We quote those verse. We find strength in those passages because God is there. He will strengthen us. He will encourage us and get us through those times of trouble. All right? And when the enemy is after you, remember, God is there. You're never left on your own. Be encouraged, my brothers and sisters of Christ Jesus. Be bold and continue the great fight. And God will give you the strength you need when you need it. Keep your eyes on the prize. One day we get to spend all of eternity in heaven. And this temporary mess that we're living in will all be gone. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this glorious day you've blessed us with. Lord, help us to continue the fight, to never give up, to keep pushing forward in times of trouble, knowing you're there, knowing you're to strengthen us. Let us put our hands in the nail-scarred hand and never give up. Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with our teachers, bus drivers, students, and parents who are traveling to school and back. Uh, Lord, let them keep them safe and bring them home safely. And Lord, uh, be with our active military, those being deployed. Keep them safe and bring peace with their families. Be with our first responders, police officers. Let them know they're needed, loved, and appreciated. Be with our president. Give protection upon him and his family. Give him wisdom and discernment. Let him seek you. And Lord, be with this nation. Touch hearts and minds like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate each and one of you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always a pleasure and honor to get to do these little devotionals. And uh, if you'd like to share these devotions, remember you can always find me on 
Facebook at Dr. Young 77. I've talked to people say, well, I don't do social media. Yeah, you can go to YouTube, subscribe there to uh, Dr. Matthias Young and watch all the devotions there. And uh, Or you can go to my Apple podcast, audio only. There's no uh, video. It's only audio. And you can listen to sermons and uh, the uh, devotions on there as well. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Mm-hmm.